0: and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Mini Mondays, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky mini situation you're in. Whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk, we're here to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined today by retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. Sonia, this sticky money story is a sweet and short one, but honestly one that I'm just in awe, I'm confused, I'm worried, and I don't know what I would do in this situation, so I actually really want to hear your thoughts and opinions on this. Dear Sim and Sonia, a so-called quote-unquote friend we're already mad, organized Easter weekend. She got the most amazing ensuite, and we had to share a kid's bedroom with a bunk bed with a Third person on top. We split costs evenly. She sorted out groceries for food, but took home all of the remaining food. This means all of the Easter eggs and one kg of bacon at the end of the trip. Or she tipped it down the sink or in the bin. But we split the costs of this evenly too. We asked her if her dollars were correct on how much, you know, she paid, but she got really defensive. She's the girlfriend of a friend that's in our friend group. We know her, but we're just shocked that she's blatantly trying to tip off her boyfriend's closest friends. I love
1: road trip drama. I'm a sucker for road trip and travel drama. This is the kind of tension that stays in friend groups for ages. Like, if you have a yearly road trip or a yearly roadie that you do with your friends, you always talk about the time, oh, remember last year when Sasha tipped out the orange juice in the sink? Like, we can never trust her again. It's my favorite thing because it's so trivial in hindsight. But with this, I get your tension. This is really serious. First and foremost, let's address the first part. The fact that she got an ensuite and she let her boyfriend's friends share a kid's room with the third person at the top of the bunk, like she's asserting dominance and you guys just you guys just went with it. Really? You guys are just thinking of all these things after the roadies ended. Did you not feel any type of way when she like bounced into her room and like had, had to wait for no one in the bathroom because she had like an ensuite and you guys are squishing together on top of a bunk? Like, like, what is your problem today? What were the conversations had prior?
0: What I want to know is who chose the place that you were staying? Because at what point did the conversation go, hey, guys, this is where we're staying. There are... Five adults and we've chosen a two-bedroom place. Like, I think it was going to be quite obvious that there was going to be some room sharing. And if she was the only couple, then of course, like, I think that's just like road trip rules. Like, the couple get the ensuite or the separate room because no one wants to hear that. I guess my queries around this is that there's just a little bit of missing information. And if we can understand that better, it gives us a better picture. If she said hey, I'm organizing a road trip. This is the place I found. This is the best that we can do in terms of, you know, where we're staying. Are you guys okay with it? If you said you're okay with it, then what happens from there? I think that would have been the point to be like, well, actually you guys can take the big room, but let's not split things equally.
1: Exactly. I think that's why I was trying to understand what conversations you guys had prior to this, because... Hopefully it wasn't a secret where you guys ended up, you know, usually with roadie, with trips that you're organizing, there's a group chat, you're sharing Airbnbs, hotel rooms that you're finding, campgrounds that you think would be a good place to hang out for a few nights. So I think if you agreed and everyone was okay with the room sharing situation before you went, it's not something that personally I would feel comfortable complaining about because you said okay.
0: Oh, wow. Do you think it's one of those situations where like, you're like, it's okay in the moment. And then afterwards you look back and you're like, oh my God. And then the groceries happen. And then also she didn't do this. And then also shouldn't do that. Like you kind of let them go in the moment, but then when more bad things happen, it becomes. It piles up. It piles up.
1: Yeah. I think we can look at the grocery situation as a isolated event because the other things mentioned, I don't think they're relevant to what I have to say about the groceries anyway. Talk about the groceries. Let's talk about the issue at hand, which is the fact that she had the confidence and the audacity to take home All the Easter eggs and one kg of bacon. That's a lot of bacon, Sonia. Do you know what? With inflation nowadays, like, I'm surprised you guys didn't go feral. I'm surprised that you guys didn't go up to this person's house and was like, give me back my bacon. Like, what are you doing? Like, we paid $70, like, each for these groceries. I'm just assuming an amount right now. But, like, I think we can all agree that there are some things that we do and don't do because it should be common sense that they're morally right or morally wrong wrong taking home a group's easter eggs like the whole group's easter eggs that is wrong taking home one kg of bacon when you know that living costs are rising that we've split the groceries evenly that there was no conversation had about how we're splitting groceries it's another thing if you ask the group you're like hey guys can I take home this one kg of bacon or would you like to split it or should we just bin it which I don't know why you would do but then it's a collective group decision that you've made that you've been okay to take home this food and this bacon the fact that you're tipping down orange juice and liquids when they're not even done like I get it if it was like the last little droplets of orange juice and you're just shaking out to put it in the recycling because you know you're a good human being. That's different. Tipping out half a bottle of orange juice, half a bottle of liquids, that is wrong. And I think you really learn a lot about people when you go on roadies and you travel overseas with them because how are you going to do that to someone?
0: Do you know what? I... just want to provide maybe an alternative for you, a devil's advocate, if you may. And in our friend groups, I'm the friend that organizes the roadies. I'm the friend that says, hey, it's that time of year. I'm the friend that puts together a list of options of where we can go. I'm often the friend that then organizes, you know, buying the Airbnbs, organizing the payment. All right, I've paid for it. You guys pay me back, organizing groceries. And there have been times... When, when you do that not now because as you grow older you learn how to like balance things but times when I was younger when I would do that and then I would get resentful because I'm like I'm literally the mum right now organising it all and you feel some kind of way around that you sometimes feel like you should get the ensuite. not that I ever did you feel the kind of way of like well I've organised all the meal prep and stuff like I've put in the emotional labour into this trip therefore I do get to decide what I do with the groceries or whatever again not that I've done that but I felt that way sometimes because of being annoyed and I wonder if you know a lot of me a lot has been like left out maybe she was a friend that literally planned the whole trip and didn't feel valued didn't feel like people cared and so she was like you know what this is my like little win I am going to take the groceries home because I've done so much for this trip. And that's what I mean, like you
1: need to have a conversation about roles and responsibilities before you go on said trip. I know it's not the most fun thing to do, but then after the trip you realise that so much hasn't been said and that you guys have all these understandings in your head and the other person just has a completely contrasted view about what's going to happen. Because on the flip end is that, oh, One of my friends wants to organize everything. She's the organizer of the group. She likes to be in control and it's better that she just does everything and we split costs evenly because we're still showing up in terms of payment. We're still showing up to have a good time. We've got the, like in this situation, they do have the bunk bed kids room. She did get the ensuite. It's like from another perspective, you're doing everything correctly because if she's organized it, she's got the ensuite suite room, she's organized the groceries, we're paying evenly. But because that payment was equal, I don't think that means that she gets to take home because oh. in her head that she's understood that she's the mum of the group. She's organized everything. And I'm not saying that that's what she thinks. I'm just saying if that's your perspective, that I don't think that just automatically is like, yep, I'm going to take home this bacon.
0: I think it's perspective. Like maybe she just thought no one else wanted it. And she was like, oh, you know, like everyone's packing up or, or no one's packing up. And I'm just trying to pack away everything. Hey, does anyone want the groceries? No one said anything. Maybe no one heard her. And then she was like, mm, I'll take it. Do you think it is worth this
1: friend having a conversation with her about it? Because she's already home. She's already home with the Easter eggs. She's
0: already home with the bacon what do you think? I think let this one go because I wouldn't say it is big enough to bring up but before you ever do any other travels with her now you know that maybe she doesn't get the same social clues or context that your group is used to and so it might be worth having a conversation where when you're booking your next holiday being like hey guys just wondering you know there is one room that's bigger than the other's Are we okay with it being split equally and we just do a luck of the draw or would someone prefer to have that room or are we going to, you know, have a little bit where that person just ends up maybe paying for dinner the first night or something, you know, just to make it even. I think that's how I would go about it. There's no point bringing it up now. It's been too long, but more importantly, it's not big enough for me to sit down and have a conversation with. I think it just lets me know that for next time, because we've all been in situations where someone else has taken the ensuite or like you said, there's always roadship trip- road trip tension. You just have to think, is it worth talking about now? Or is this something that I'm just going to put a little asterisk next to, and the next time something like this is about to happen, I nip it in the bud. That's how I would do it, plain and simple.
1: And I completely agree. As much fun as i've had you know reenacting the anger and the tension i would let this one go and i think just taking this as a really good lesson for the next roadie that you have even if it's not with this person the next rodeo trip that you have i think it's always worthwhile just having a chat in the group chat or like if you getting together over brunch, planning this trip, just talking about roles and responsibilities and how you want things to go. Maybe not the finer details of who takes the food. I think that's a conversation you can have when you're packing up, but just even saying something as simple as who wants to take the food? Do you guys
0: want to split the food? Usually in our groups, we've just got this like almost unspoken rule because we've done so many road trips where if you like still live at home, for example, you're probably like, oh, I don't need the food, like no stress. And then those that are flatting or living on their own or more like, you you know not financially struggling but just have more money concerns perhaps they just take the food and we just know that that's like the easiest way to do it so you'll find your patterns and you'll find what works for your groups but i think that's a pretty good place to wrap it up i am always in awe of road trip or roadie dramas so please if you have something that's happened on your road trip and you want to discuss it with us let us know dm us send us an email at hello at girls that invest.com with the title Sticky Money Story and you may just be featured in next week's episode. And as always, to
1: finish off with our disclaimer...